This is a CBC podcast. Hello, Ty here, coming in with some answers to your burning, lifelong questions, or just general ponderings. Ask Ty. Hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. Hi, To play the message, press 2. Hi, Ty. My name is Charlotte. I'm calling from Toronto, Ontario. And my question is, what is fear? And why were we born with it? So what is fear? Fear may suck, but back when we were cavemen people, it helped us survive, you know? Because without fear, you wouldn't really, like, be worried about the consequences of your actions. Imagine if it's just like, oh, look, a bear! With fear, you'd be like, oh my, oh my god, what's a bear doing in the studio? Oh my, ah! Well, and without fear, you'd be like, ooh, a fuzzy thing that could, that just ate a person. Let's give it a hug! You know, fear helps keep us in line, so we don't try to challenge anything in the wilderness that could seriously harm us or even kill us. And fear also helps trigger our instincts. You know, if you're being chased by a bear, it helps you be like, you know what, I'm being chased by a bear. Let's run a little bit faster, guys. You know? And we actually have a lot of centralized parts of our brains that help us do these exact type of things. We'll breathe faster. We'll sweat some more. We'll get more adrenaline. Adrenaline's the thing where you're like, woo, I'm, I'm all pumped up. Like I said before, no fear, nothing really to hold you back. And it's actually pretty cool. It's quite helpful, and it helps us not do dumb stuff. To play the message, press 2. Hello, Ty. My name is Desmond. I'm from Winnipeg. My question is, what is time? What is time? Time, time, time. Okay. (laughs) Now... I'm going to put it the mathematician's way because it's easy and I like it that way. Mathematically speaking, a dimension is a point that you need to do to specify the location of something. Let's say you just have your your normal grid, right? And let's say you want to plot something just on a just on a graph, you know, a Cartesian graph where you have the line with the numbers and the other line with the numbers. Let's say you want to put something there. You need two measurements. How far up it is and how far to the right it is so that's the thing that is two-dimensional because you need to have an x and a y the up and the right now in three dimensions let's say the microphone that i'm holding right now let's just say that that's the center i'm holding a pen directly behind the microphone right now so right now the pen needs three coordinates one to say how much up or down the pen is in terms of the microphone how much left or right it is from the microphone which in this case it's just at the center and how far you know the depth this is three dimensions now time is the fourth dimension and for some reason humans perceive it weird and we can only go one way that's another topic but the idea is that time is the fourth dimension so now we need four dimensions let's go to downtown buildings of toronto below these downtown buildings there's the path a massive underground network so you need to say how like, you know, 
how left and right it is, like a regular graph, if you see it from bird's eye view, whether it's underground or overground in the path. And what's important about time is it's the fourth dimension. You also need to say what time. You can't really be like on a date. It's like, oh, I'll pick you. I'll pick you up at Tomatoes Bistro, and it's like, what time? Okay, bye. Because you would just kind of go to that one place in three dimensions, and you'd have no idea what time to be there. So that's why you need time as the fourth dimension to tell you when to be there. It is the fourth necessary point in our four-dimensional world to tell someone where to be. To go to the next message, press six. Hi, Kai. My name is George. I'm calling from Toronto, and my question is: What makes a color a color? Thanks. What makes color a color? That seems almost circular. It's like what makes flavor a flavor? But I I understand what you're saying. So, I'm not like a major in this because I'm in grade seven. But from my understanding. Light that we use in our life is a type of electromagnetic radiation. It's pretty much just radiation that just comes from the sun or our lights, and it comes to our eyes. Now, the radiation can have shorter or longer waves, and of course, they'll have different wavelengths. So basically, think of the light being just like a whole bunch of little, like a very quick little squiggle. Imagine if you get the squiggle. And you compress the whole squiggle into half the space. The squiggle will be much more compact. Now you can also stretch it out. This is the whole idea of visible light. So there are longer waves, and that makes darker colors. Now surfaces will have a certain cover that will. You will look at it. It will absorb a certain amount of light, giving it its color. And then when the light goes back to you, the colors that are missing make it its color. And this is going to seem weird, but bear with me. Now assume that you have a red flower. If I look at the red flower, the colors from the light go into the flower. One color comes back out, and that's our red color because that's what we—that's how we see it as red. So guys, I know this will seem hard, but that red flower is technically not red because. Since the red comes back to our eyes, that technically means that it is every color except for red because it absorbed every color except for red. Plot twist: everything you think is real is not. There's every color is a fake. Every color is a lie. Any color is every color except for that other color. End of message. Thanks for listening to Ask Ty Why, and guys, make sure to stay tuned for another episode of Ty Asks Why coming soon. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca/podcasts.